Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. Listen up. Entree Architect Academy, our private membership group, is open for enrollment right now. Find the projects you want, make the money you need, be more productive, and live a happy, stress-free life as a small firm architect. We're going to show you how. Entree Architect Academy provides monthly expert training, small group discussions, digital courses, document templates, everything you need to build a better business. Enrollment will close on January 31st, 2016. Visit entrearchitect.com for more information. You'll find everything you need to know right there on the homepage. Build a better business. Be a better architect. Go to entrearchitect.com. This is the Entree Architect Podcast, episode 107. Welcome back to the Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, whether you're in the process of launching a startup, or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. It takes time and effort to learn what we need to know to be successful in architecture. As Entree Architects, we need to build better businesses. Focusing on our finances must be a priority. Understanding how to prepare and why to review the financial reports for our businesses, I mean, taking the time to understand the data presented at the push of a button from our accounting software, 
on our income statements and our balance sheets and our cash flow statements, those documents and understanding that information will transform our businesses. It will make everything we do easier. It will allow us to plan and predict and find the work that we want and not take the work that's killing us. Killing us not only from a business point of view, but, but as architects. I know it's hard, but, but I want you to understand how important the financial health of our firms is. We cannot run our businesses from our checkbooks. I've done that, and it doesn't work. I know it's difficult to find the time. We are wearing so many hats that by the time we get to the books and finances and accounting principles, we just don't have the energy to focus on all those numbers. They bore us, and they're complicated to understand. You know, I'd rather focus on design or marketing. That stuff's so much more fun, and, and I'm good at that. I'd like to think that, that we could just keep working on the things that we love, design great architecture and serve our clients well, and, and the rest will just follow. But ultimately, success will not follow. If we don't understand our businesses and how they work, if we don't have the basic knowledge of financial management and how money flows in and out of our businesses, if we don't have the basic level of financial intelligence, we will fail. And if we don't fail, we will struggle every single month forever until we take the time to stop doing what we love and get back to the lab, get back to the classroom, get back to learning the things that architecture school neglected to teach us and build a strong, profitable, predictable business. This week at the Entree Architect podcast, I'm going to talk about financial intelligence for small firm architects. This episode of the Entree Architect podcast is sponsored by FreshBooks, the easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time. Learn more at freshbooks.com architect. And the Architecture Business Plan Competition. It's free to enter, and the grand prize is $10,000. To learn more, go to archbusinessplan.com. So earlier this week, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, The School of Greatness with Lewis Howes is one of my, one of my favorite shows that, that I listen to every week. I'm really inspired by Lewis and the interviews that he has over there at the School of Greatness podcast. And this week, Lewis was interviewing Damon John. You know, Damon John is the founder of the clothing line FUBU, and, and he's one of the stars of my favorite TV show, Shark Tank. He's probably one of your favorite TV shows, too. Um, and at the end of the interview, Lewis asked Damon, what is the one thing that you would tell yourself as a young entrepreneur? I mean, if he, if he could go back and teach himself just one thing, what would it be? And Damon said that he would tell himself to better understand the numbers. He said that he would develop his financial intelligence. Now, this is a multimillionaire, a, a designer like us. A CEO saying that the most important thing to know in business is essentially financial intelligence. It's the knowledge and the skills gained from understanding finance and accounting. The numbers. Financial intelligence is a best practice. It's a core competency in business. And it leads to improved financial results and happier employees and fewer employees leaving and 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 uh, you know, 
reducing employee turnover. Financial intelligence is it's not a skill. It's not an innate skill. It's not something that we're born with. It's not in, inside us. It's not something that we're just good at or we're not. Rather, it's a learned set of skills that are developed. It's something that we learn. It's something that we're intentional about and we go and we learn it. And we as business owners, it's our responsibility to our businesses and to our employees and to our clients and to ourselves and to our families to develop those skills. Financial intelligence. If you, if you search the term, you will learn that there are four areas of understanding that make up financial intelligence. And so, so straight out of Wikipedia, here are the four areas. Number one, understanding the foundation, right? I talk about the basics all the time. Just learn the basics. Financial intelligence requires an understanding of the basics of financial measurement, including the income statement, the balance sheet, and the cash flow statement. That's it. Three. It also requires knowing the difference between cash and profit and why a balance sheet balances. So under those, under, understand those documents, understand those concepts, understand the basics. Number one is understand the foundation of business. Okay, number two in financial uh, intelligence, understanding the art. Finance and accounting are an art as well as a science. The two disciplines must try to quantify what can't always be quantified. And so it must rely on rules and estimates and assumptions. Financial intelligence ensures people are able to identify where the artful aspects of finance have been applied to the numbers and knowing how applying them differently might lead to different conclusions. So what do you do with your money? What do you do to make your money? Where do you do to spend your money? Being creative, understanding the art of finance. So number three in the understanding, uh, the, the four areas of financial uh, intelligence, understanding analysis. So financial intelligence includes the ability to analyze the numbers in greater depth. This includes being able to calculate profitability, leverage, liquidity, efficiency ratios, and understanding the meaning of the results. Conducting ROI or return on investment analysis and interpreting the results are also part of financial intelligence. So that's a whole lot of gobbledygook, right? goes right over my head. But essentially what they're saying is that not only do you have to understand the foundation of business and understanding the art, but you have to understand how the numbers work. How does the money flow in and how does the money flow out, right? How do you become profit? How do you calculate prof profitability? There's, I have my uh, free profit course. If you sign up for the, the newsletter at entrearchitect.com slash newsletter, I give you a, th a free three-module a course called Profit for Small Firm Architects. It'll teach you how to calculate profitability. So understanding analysis is the third number in the four areas of financial intelligence. Number four, and the final one, is understanding the big picture. Financial intelligence also means being able to understand a business's financial results in context. That is, within the framework of the big picture. Factors such as the economy, the competitive environment, regulations, and changing customers' needs and expectations, as well as new technologies, all affect how the numbers are interpreted. So those are the four areas that we need to, to know in order to, to, to learn the skills of financial intelligence. 
So this month at Entree Architect, we've dedicated the entire platform here at the podcast and the blog and everything else we're doing. The entire platform is dedicated to the category theme finance. We're talking about money this month. Um, every month we're going to change the theme, but this month we're talking about finance. And this week on the blog, we published an article titled Basic Financial Statements for Small Firm Architects. We got into the, the basics, right? We, we got into understanding the foundation, right? That's the first uh, understanding of financial intelligence. Um, our goal throughout this whole platform is to break things down, break them down to our to their simplest forms, make them easy to understand the best we can. So we don't need to get too deep. We don't need to spend too much time. We just need to do it, right? Because many of us are not doing it. We just need to, to understand the basics. Uh, so let's start right up at the top, financial, uh, uh, financial intelligence, understanding the foundation. That's the first part of it, right? So what is an income statement? What is a balance sheet? What's cash flow? What's a cash flow statement, right? So, so understanding those basics. Um, let's start with the balance sheet. So my balance sheet shows my financial position for a specific moment in time. So when you when you you prepare a balance sheet, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a photograph of a specific moment in time, like like a snapshot of my firm's financial health. It identifies my firm's assets. Uh, such as cash and inventory and the property owned, etc. All the different things that that the firm owns, all my stuff. Uh, and also in the balance sheet, it shows my liabilities, which are uh, any debt I might have or accounts payable, um, all of the things that are liabilities. And at, at its simplest form, the balance sheet tells me what I have and where it came from. The statement is an expanded balance equation where my assets, what I have, equals the liabilities, what I borrowed, plus shareholder equity, what I or other share shareholders have invested. And so that's the balance. That's the balance. Um, an income statement where the balance sheet uh, shows my firm's health, the income statement is the primary measure of my firm's performance. The report shows my, my firm's revenues minus their expenses over a period of time. So you can do an income statement by month. You could do an income statement by year. So it, in that report, it shows uh, what came in and what went out. It's also known as a, uh, a profit loss statement. Uh, my income statement measures my success in collecting more fees than my cost to generate those fees. My income statement shows my total revenues categorized by architectural services fees and construction management fees if I'm doing that and consulting fees, uh, subtenant rent fees, reimbursable expenses. So at 5CAT, those are all the different things that would be in my income statement under revenues uh, and income. Then my business expenses are listed and subtracted from the total revenues. And that provides my pre-tax income. Uh, subtracting the income tax expenses gives me my net income, also known as profit. Okay, so that's the income statement. So that's the balance sheet and the income statement. The cash flow statement complements the income statement and the balance sheet uh, and records the amounts of cash and cash equivalents entering and leaving our firms. The cash flow statement allows us to understand how our company's operations are running and where the money's coming from and how it's being spent. And it shows how our money flows and it shows it how it flows in and out of our business. So. Those are the three documents, but I challenge you. 
I'm going to challenge you right here. Let's take the first step toward developing the skills of financial intelligence. Most of us have some sort of accounting software to run our businesses. If your information is current and all of your accounts are reconciled, and, and this is a, a great time for that because just having closed out a year here um, in the US, uh, where most of us are preparing our income tax returns for our business. So many of us have an incentive here to have our books all up to date. So this is the perfect time to do that. So with our uh, up-to-date books, go to the reports section of your accounting software and print out your income statement, also known as your profit loss statement, um, your balance sheet and your cash flow statement. Okay, so print out all of those documents. It's very easy. You just print them out, click the button, go to reports on, if you're using QuickBooks or if you're using FreshBooks, go to the reports section and click the reports area and print out those three documents. Print them all out and look at them. That's my challenge to you. Look at them, study them, print out your income statement. Uh, and, it, and, and it may be called income statement. It might be called profit and loss statement. Rena Klein, my friend Rena Klein and Steve Wintner, they will correct us and they will tell us to call it a profit loss statement, not a profit and loss statement because you can't have profit and loss. So it's a profit loss statement or an income statement. So print it out and study it. And, and I think you will like this report. I think you will like the P&L statement uh, because it, it, uh, this is the report that will show you where your income is coming from. It gets really exciting. You look at that report and you say, oh, this is where all the money's coming in. And, and it will show you what you spent your money on. So at the top of the income statement, it will show you all of the, your, your architectural fees and your commissions and your incomes uh, and your products that you may have sold and your services, anything uh, that you earned money from. It'll show you right up at the top of the income statement, the P&L statement. Um, and it will total it all up and it will show you uh, your gross profit or your revenue. Below that, below all of your income, uh, you will see all of your expenses, which is also very, very interesting. Uh, it, it lists all of your expenses in a neat orderly column. Uh, you will see all your rent and your printing and your consultants and your printers and your computers and your supplies and your lunch and anything else that you spent money on during the period of time of this report. So if it's an annual report, it will show you all of your expenses for the entire year. And by studying this report, you will very, very quickly see where your money is coming from and where it's going. So it's a very interesting, it's my favorite document. And I know that's funny to hear an architect say that he has a, a, a favorite financial report. But my P&L statement is my favorite report because it's really easy to understand and it shows you so much. So by studying this information, you will very quickly see where your money is coming and going. It may it may show you that you're not earning as much as you thought. And it will also show you where you can cut your expenses. So you can give yourself a raise by looking at that list and look at all the things that you've spent money on and, and scratch off the ones that are unnecessary or not needed uh, or, or extravagant. And you can give yourself a raise just by saying, okay, I'm going to reduce spending on this and I'm going to reduce spending on that. So the P&L statement, the income statement, um, Print it out and study it. That's my challenge to you. Understand it and you will see the value in this report and why you should review it every month and analyze it and get into the details. Use it to plan and predict what happens next month. 
and it will help you make informed decisions. Do you feel it? Do you feel this financial intelligence starting to boil up? Do you understand the value of reviewing these documents yet? Let's take a quick break here to say thank you to FreshBooks and the Architecture Business Plan Competition for their support as platform sponsors of Entree Architect. As platform sponsors, these companies have provided funding and support for our overall mission here at Entree Architect. They recognize the need for small firms to build better businesses in order to be better architects. FreshBooks is the easy to use accounting software designed to help us small firm owners get organized, save time, and get paid faster. It takes care of invoicing and expense tracking, estimating, reporting, and it all happens in the cloud so you have access to your information from anywhere that you have access to the internet. And I know that one of the most difficult parts of moving our finances to a new platform is not knowing, not knowing how to do it, not knowing how long it will take. So I asked Tim Lee of FreshBooks to join me on a series of videos exclusively for the Entree Architect community. Tim walks us through the simple uh, process of setting up a new account, preparing an invoice, sending invoices by email, how to set up FreshBooks to allow us to get paid by credit card, and so much more. So check out these free videos at entrearchitect.com slash freshbooksvideo. And FreshBooks fits right into our new goal of being more financially intelligent. So thank you, FreshBooks. When you're ready to give FreshBooks a try, visit freshbooks.com slash architect and sign up for a free 30-day trial. And make sure that you let them know that you came from us. Enter Entree Architect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. That's freshbooks.com slash architect. And the Architecture Business Plan Competition. We're only a few weeks away from the deadline for registering for the Architecture Business Plan Competition. Free registration closes on January 29th, 2016. All registrants have until February 17th to submit their executive summaries in a two-minute video explaining their vision for their firm. Five finalists will be chosen and funding for their travel to Philadelphia just prior to the AIA convention, the national convention. That funding for their travel is provided by the Architecture Business Plan Competition. And there, uh, the finalists will present their whole plan to the jury and have a chance to win $10,000. And there's no catch. Do what you should be doing already for your firm and have a chance to win a free trip to Philadelphia and maybe an additional $10,000. Thanks to Charette Venture Group, the organizers of the competition, for their support as a platform sponsor. To learn more about the competition and to register, go to archbusinessplan.com. Archbusinessplan.com. Let's get, let's get on to the, to the balance sheet. Okay? So now print out your balance sheet. And look at that. Look at the balance sheet. Look at what's listed under assets. Just understand it. Look at it. And what's listed under liabilities and equity. And they balance. It's very interesting. A balance sheet balances. They balance. Why do they balance? Why on our balance sheets do our assets equal our liabilities and equity? Remember, assets, that's our stuff. It's the things we own or will own. And liabilities are what the company owes. It's our debt. It's our taxes, it's our payables, it's our salaries, okay? 
equity is the amount you uh, that you as a shareholder or other shareholders in your company have invested and retained uh, and in addition to the investments your retained earnings retained earnings are essentially your your savings uh, your business savings account and your retained earnings so look at it this way okay the balance sheet look at it this way let's say we buy a new plotter okay a new plotter it's a nice color 36 inch plotter okay it's a dream plotter. Let's say the plotter costs $5,000, okay? And let's say you pay $2,500, $2,500 cash, and you finance the remaining $2,500 with debt, okay? So the plotter is your asset, $5,000. That's on one side of the equation. And your liability is the $2,500 loan, your debt. And the $2,500 equity from using cash. So that's how it balances. The $5,000 printer on one side equals the $2,500 debt plus the $2,500 of equity in the cash that you spent. And that's the balance. So it's the same thing in the balance sheet. So review your balance sheet. In your software, you may be able to click on the items too, right there on the sheet when you get it printed up on your screen, you can click on those and you can go deeper into the inf information and understand why those numbers come up. Take some time to do it. Take some time once and for all to understand your balance sheet and how it works and why it does what it does how, and, and, and how it's developed, how it gets put together and why you should do this on a regular basis. You'll start to understand these things. And then go do the same thing with your cash flow statement. Print out your cash flow statement, review it, and understand it. Print it, review it, and understand it. Do the same thing that we just did with the balance sheet and the P&L statement. Do it with the cash flow statement. And I, so I challenge you. I challenge you this week to schedule a couple of hours this week. Right now. Go to your calendar right now. Sc scroll over to Monday, this coming Monday, and add a date with yourself for two hours on Monday perform this exercise. Print it, review it, and understand it. Do it with each of those reports. This Monday, commit to yourself. I challenge you to understand them. Get into them. Take the time. It doesn't take much time. The reason we don't understand them is because we've never taken the time to understand them. They're not that difficult. I challenge you to do it. This is the start. Uh, it's, it's the beginning. It's It's this will start you on your way to building a better business. You will begin to develop the skills of financial intelligence. And I hope when you get into this and you get deeper, I hope it inspires you to understand the rest of it, the rest of financial intelligence. I hope it inspires you once you start understanding where these numbers come from, understand the art of finance and understand why and how to analyze your finances and how to, to start to understand how our, our firms fit into the big picture, right? Those are the four pieces of financial intelligence, the foundations, the art of finance, the analysis, and how we fit into the big, big picture. How does our world around us and what's happening out there, how does it affect our firms? And how does our firms affect what's out there? Financial intelligence. Start small and keep it simple and do it. Really do it. Print it, review it, and understand it. And you will be on your way to building a better business. If you want help 
with building a better business and you could use some support and encouragement from other small firm architects just like you, consider joining Entree Architect Academy. That's our private membership group. Enrollment's open right now. This month, our expert training session was on financial management and Rena Klein, the author of Financial Management for Small Firm Architects, helped us to better understand these concepts that we just talked about today. She shared spreadsheets and presented a system for us to use at our own firms. And the members meet each week in small groups to learn even more from one another. They have full access to digital courses and document templates, everything they need to build a better business. We're helping them each build a better business so they can be better architects. Learn everything you need to know about Entree Architect Academy at entrearchitect.com. And complete show notes and a direct link to download this episode of this podcast may be found at entrearchitect.com slash episode 107. My name is Mark R. LePage, and I am an entrepreneur architect, and I encourage you to go share what you know. Learn what you need to know, and then go share it with other people. See you next week, and thank you for listening. mentioned it to my family but in terms of telling people like oh yeah we're doing this i'm looking for projects you got anything i'm not there yet because it scares the out of me dreaming of launching your own architecture firm well we'll buckle up for a wild ride with emerging the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm where do we begin we don't even know what type of business to formalize as is it an llc is it an llp like how are taxes i mean the list is astronomical season one featured founders jeffrey lexi and chris owners of level studio architecture are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio one evening stumbled into one last dive we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that, (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my the one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, 
Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast. It's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.